Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Listen, I was just uh, listening to Andy Frisella uh, being your own best friend, uh, one of his recent episodes. I'd encourage you to go listen to it. And without plagiarizing his, here we go, we got an NPC in front of me. It is a white woman in a Toyota RAV4 BLM sticker and a Ukraine sticker. Good for her. Good for her. She's changing the world. Anyways, um, so Andy Frisella talked about being your own best friend. In other words, like, you know, long story short, nobody's coming to save you. You need to rely on yourself to get yourself through tough times. And he brought up something that I actually saw this morning that I was literally, this is, I love when I'm in sync with people. Um, you know, I saw this meme this morning, this girl, of course, posted it uh, online and it was like, uh, stop reaching out to your friends and you're going to find out who your real friends are. Yeah. Some, something like that. You know what I mean? You guys have seen that before. Well, when you, when you stop being the first one to reach out, you'll start to find out who your real friends are. (laughs) And you know, listen, I just, it boils down to this. Everybody is going through some serious, for the most part, some pretty serious stuff. And it is so self-righteous and entitled to expect things from people. This, And here's the thing. People use like this, they have this internal scorekeeping system where it's like, well, I did this and this and called you on this date and uh, they start moving ships into their little pile, right? And if they don't feel like they're reciprocated, it's a big issue and they throw everything they've done for you in your face and bring up the foul, you didn't, you know, show, you didn't go to dinner with them this week or you didn't give them, you didn't FaceTime them or this, this, that, or the other thing. There's all kinds of different ways you can let these types of people down. You, I don't expect anything from anyone. If there's one thing I can confidently say is that I expect nothing from anyone. And many people, like, I've lost close friends because I don't expect things from them. So I don't reach out to people to just keep that score even if that does that make sense like a lot of people will be like well you know Carly called me last week so I should probably call her this week I really don't want to but you know she'll get upset that's not a real friend a lot of people do this in intimate relationships too they they pile on these expectations and what it is is people construct in their little minds ideas of what an ideal partner should look like, an ideal friend should behave like, an ideal parent should be like. And what you're going to find out, and some people, if they're close, they're in their 30s and they still haven't figured this out, is that everybody's going through their own stuff. Everybody's trying to deal with pain. Everybody's trying to deal with not feeling right mentally. Everybody's trying to deal with all kinds of ridiculous problems in their life. Like everybody is trying, everybody's going through something. Well, you know, just so and so knew that I was going through, they're going through it too. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody, life all around us, we're all suffering to different degrees. And if you're just sitting around piling all these expectations on everybody else, and you know what's funny is that a lot of times the people with the highest expectations do the least. You know what I mean? Like they'll do the least. Like I'm the type of person, you might not hear from me for three months, but if you need 10 grand to get bailed out of jail, I'm going to be the first one there. You might not hear from me for six months, but when you need a loan to pay for a lawyer, you know, for child custody, I'm going to be the, this is a true story. I'm going to be the first one there for you. You might've even, we might've even parted ways on not great terms. I'm still going to help you. Oh, but you didn't call me. Oh, you didn't write a letter. You didn't respond to my Instagram DM. It's like, you just see so many examples of this and nothing, nothing annoys me or gets under my skin quicker because at the end of the day, it's trivial and it's usually a sign of low emotional intelligence. Like the more you need from other people, the more it tells me that you're insecure and you're trying to use me and other people to fill some kind of a gap, void, or lack in your life. And the problem is, is that needy people that constantly need, need, need all the time are a black hole. It's a void. It's a void. It doesn't matter what you put in. It doesn't matter how much you put in. It's never going to be enough. You could spend every waking moment with this person. You could spend every day with this person. You could take them to dinner. You could buy them flowers. You could take them to the mall. And then the next week, the one day that something doesn't go their way, it's going to be you weren't there for them. That's just how it is. So you have to, number one, when you start to feel somebody in your life doing this to you, you need to create a boundary, a barrier, a wall, a very clearly defined <laughs> obstacle between you and them. Because this, it's at the end of the day, it's a, it's a weak manipulation tactic. And I mean weak because it's not like a dominant manipulation tactic, but it's also very effective. That people will play victimhood and make you feel bad, make you feel like less of a person, less of a friend, less of a spouse, less of a partner, and then suck you dry. You know what I'm saying? It's and and I want to speak to the people that do this. Like you've got to stop piling your expectations on everybody else and you got to stop lashing out every time somebody doesn't behave the way that you want them to behave it's that simple like you've got a it's a it's a huge it's a massive red flag an indication of lack of self-sufficiency you are not a self-sufficient person that's why I hate this meme. Yeah, stop talking to your friends and you'll find out who the real ones are. You're just as bad as everybody. You're doing the same thing that you're blaming them for. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get into a bar fight. I don't care what you did. I, I see one of my buddies I haven't talked to in six months and I walk into a bar and he's got three guys on top of him. I don't... He might have punched one of them first. I'm going to be all over the three guys beating the snot out of them 
That's the type of friend. I'm the type of friend where I'm going to show up. I'm the type of friend that's going to bail you out. I'm the type of friend that's actually going to help you when the poop hits the fan. I am not the type of friend that's going to call you every day, text you every day, tell you I care about you and I love you every day. Because quite frankly, anybody can do that. It takes no effort. And things that take no effort, I find repulsive. Well, it does take effort. You got to... No, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. I'll tell you what takes effort. Being a man that's strong enough to take care of people around him when they need it most. That's what takes effort. You know, you got to understand high value people, very high value people don't have time for most of the bullshit that all of you spend your time on. High value people, men and women alike, don't have time for small talk. High value men do not have time to sit around and listen to everybody's feelings and do that. that look, we ain't got time for that. We're, we're busy. We're moving. We're creating. We're evolving. We're challenging ourselves. We're breaking ourselves down, building. Why? Why are we doing all this? So that we can actually be there as a real support system for you. I'm not saying, I'm not advocating being a cold, heartless machine. Like, I am there for my wife emotionally most of the time. But she knows if she calls me during the day when I'm at work building our legacy for our child and children and her and people that rely and depend on me and us, she knows it's going to be a very brief conversation. She's not going to have my full attention. She don't get upset over that anymore. She understands that now. But when we're home and we're laying in bed and we're looking at each other and we're talking, she's got my full attention. I can confidently say, and you know, Geneva can hop on and say if I'm wrong, I fill every nearly, I would say every single one of my wife's needs. My wife doesn't want for much at all, whether it's material emotional, mental, physical, got it all down pat. However, there are boundaries. When I'm working, I'm working. Some of these dudes will step outside, interrupt their whole day so they can listen to their girl bitch on the phone for a half hour. There's no conceivable universe where that would happen. And Geneva knows this. Like everybody wants to be high value. And you know what? The biggest thing is every woman wants a high value man until they tr- like until you really figure out what it takes to be married to a high value man. It's not easy. It's not easy. I'm not sitting here just calling myself high value. I know a lot of high value men. Many high value men. They ain't just sitting around all day playing hopscotch with the kids and listening to you you know, complain about your friends. That's not, that's not what high value men do. It's very difficult for most Western women. Every Western woman wants a high value man until it comes time to be submissive and shut your mouth. Now go ahead and take that excerpt out, throw it in the court case. You rodent. Everybody wants a high value man. Until it takes, until it comes time. And this is, you know, I was posting this on my Instagram the other day. You know, there's this new movement called Passport Boys where like guys are fleeing to 
other countries to find wives because American women are just so screwed up. So screwed up. Third wave feminism and its consequences have been a disaster on the nuclear family, the country, politics, school, everything. You can see the way that third wave feminism has invaded every facet of our existence, our country, and our lives and destroyed it like a cancerous disease. And you have these women running around that want a high-value, successful man but are unwilling to do what it takes to secure a high-value success. They think they deserve it because you were told you're a girl. You're getting, you, you deserve, you deserve. None of you deserve shit, men and women. Nobody deserves anything. That's what this conversation really boils down to is nobody deserves anything. The reason why men have ran civilization for thousands of years is because we always work on a meritocracy, meaning that you earn your position. You earn what you have in life. You don't just get it because you're alive. That's what this this country, if you can't see it, is dying. It's dying. It's decaying. It's falling apart. It's a, it's a rotting corpse. Why? Because we took the meritocracy out and we injected it with everybody deserves an equal blah, blah, blah. And, and where does that come from? You think that comes from strong men? No, it comes from unchecked women. Unchecked females. And the reason why it's so bad now is because you have these effeminate geeky men that came to power in the 90s and early 2000s because of technology. Technology paved the way for these effeminate little losers, these little simps, and they don't stop the women because they're effeminate themselves and they also want to have sex with the women. And they can't get women naturally any other way because they're weak and effeminate so they try to appease them. You see this? You could tell me that I'm a misogynist. You could tell me I'm a... I don't care. I'm not afraid of being labeled as anything at all. I'm telling you like it is. And if you can't look around and see the symptoms of this disease, you're blind. And you're lying to yourself. You don't deserve anything. I don't deserve anything. I have what I have in life and I lack what I lack in life because of the work that I have put in. It's not luck. It's not chance. It's not circumstance. It's not the genitals I have between my legs. It's not the color of my skin. That's why my son, he calls me his white dad. His name's Ty. Young black kid grew up without a father. Two weeks ago made $7,000 in a week. Why does this young black kid with no dad go out and make seven grand in a week? And then there's another young black kid with no, no dad that's in a jail cell right now. Like, what's the skin color? What is it? And that's just one example. So people got to stop making excuses 
for their circumstances. I'm not saying it's more difficult. It's less difficult. It is way more difficult for a young black boy with no father to make it in life. It is significantly more difficult. But if you can look around and find somebody in your situation or a similar situation that's winning, why can't you? These women. Oh, the patriarchy. Most of my clients are highly successful females. They own houses. They're driving around in G-Wagons. They're spending 10 grand a night at the club. They got families. They're well-rounded. They're crushing life. Why, why isn't the patriarchy affecting them? You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's just you, right? It's just you. It must be the patriarchy. The patriarchy is why I got three women clients making over $300,000 a year driving around in luxury cars and you're sitting there with your pumpkin spice latte and your three-year-old Ugg boots and a Honda Civic bitching on TikTok and Instagram about the patriarchy. You know what? It's people. More people got to start thinking, talking, and, and more people got to start bringing this up. You're all afraid of getting canceled. Losers. Can't call yourself a man if you're afraid of getting canceled. And you can't cancel somebody who doesn't care. Because I do not care. What are you going to tell my staffing company clients not to work with me? They all got the same damn beliefs as me. <laughs> They're probably listening to this right now like, let's go, Mike. It's just it's it's just so annoying to me. I'm just so over weakness. I'm so over it. Like how do I my 10-year-long career come to a very unexpected end? Turn around and just build right back up to a million dollar a year business. Like what what's the difference between me and you? Why can't you I'm not weak. I'm not trying to be egotistical, but I'm not sitting around. Ask my wife when things took a major change in my life. And this was after we had three miscarriages and all I had every reason to sit down and cry and feel sorry and blame and complain. And I was lied about and people that were very close to me lied. They spun these evil, wicked, sinister lies and twisted things and, and, just I had every excuse to be angry and and just make excuses and sit on my ass. And I took a week off in Miami with my wife, didn't touch my phone, came back, started a company, boom, blew up. And you're sitting there complaining. Complaining. Because you've been brainwashed to think that you deserve things. You've been brainwashed to think that you deserve anything. You don't deserve anything. You have what you have or you lack what you lack because of what you've done, the work that you've put in, and the discipline you've committed to having. That's why you are where you are. Deserve. You don't deserve anything. You know what you deserve? You know what I deserve? You know what we all deserve? We deserve pain, misery, and hell. That's what we deserve. 
you know what? You want God to be fair? We should all get a one-way ticket straight to hell right now and suffer for an eternity. That's what we deserve. Like, when you start looking at life through the lens of gratitude, when you start looking at life through the lens of God's grace, when you look at life like, man, I get one shot at this, you stop sitting around complaining and you start going out and making things happen. That's what happens. So I'm not like trying to yell at you guys today and beat you into the earth, but some of y'all need to hear this and make a change in your life. It's been a similar theory. It's been a similar uh, theme three or four episodes in a row now. I just feel like people need to hear y'all need to hear what I'm telling you. Y'all need to hear what I'm telling you. Because if you don't make these changes, more and more years are just going to fall off the back end of your life and you'll have nothing to show for it. So stop making excuses. Nobody's coming to save you. You don't deserve anything. Go out and make it happen. And you know what? If you are a good person and you are doing good things and you are and you're still not getting any kind of reciprocal good, just keep doing more good things for people. Just keep like if you've got a good heart, you will just keep it, keep doing good for people and expect nothing in return. Cuz most times some of the people that I've I've paid for their engagement rings, I've paid to bail their pets out of the vet because they couldn't afford it. I paid their rent. I paid their cell phone bills. I've been a shoulder for them to cry on. I've done everything in my power. I made them. I helped them make go from making thirty thousand a year to hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. These people will turn around and stab you right in the back at the first second, the first sign. They'll stab you in the back and feel no remorse. You just keep going and out and doing good for people. I don't expect anything from anybody. And I guess that's why I get so frustrated when people expect trivial bullshit from me. I don't expect anything from you. In fact, I almost expect the worst of you until you prove me otherwise. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to stop doing good. That doesn't mean I'm not going to help you when you need it most. That doesn't mean I don't love you. I just, I ain't got no time for bullshit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's all that it is. So, contrary to the tone of this episode, I do love you guys. I do appreciate you tuning in. And let's get it. Let's do something special today. Peace.